0: at Sherm in Las Vegas. This is your host, Flying Solo, Joel Cheeseman of the Chat and Cheese Podcast. And today we welcome Aaron Rubens, co-founder and CEO of Kudo Board. Aaron, welcome to the podcast.
2: Joel, thanks so much for having me.
0: Long time listener, first time uh, live podcast, <laughs> like most people on the show. So our listeners who don't know you, tell us a little bit about you, what makes Aaron tick, but more about the company and what you guys do.
2: Sure. I'll give you the... The genesis of the company that will tell you a little bit about me and uh, take it from there. So, I, I used to be a high school math teacher a long time ago. Um,
0: How does that work with the ladies at the bars? Is that a, you know, is it's that not a big. <laughs> it's, not, it's not great. <laughs> good it's
2: enough. Not good. I was married by the time I got into it, so okay. not, a, not a concern. <laughs> um, and at the end of each year, I'd have students write their name on a piece of paper and they'd pass it around the classroom. And the idea was they had gotten pretty close over the course of the year the instructions were, hey, each person write a little nice thing on the paper mm-hmm. and it comes back around you get, you know, 15, 20 people writing something nice to you. And to be honest, it's one of these throwaway exercises that some other teacher told me, oh, it's a good way to like, you know, capstone, bring yeah. people together, blah, blah, blah. Subsequent years, I had several students come up to me and say, you know, that was really special or I put it on my wall or something. that like It meant something to me. I never knew people thought that way about me. And I will say I would not do that at the beginning of the school year. You get get probably some bad stuff. (laughs) By the end, you know, you you build the right culture. You bring people together. And this idea kind of stuck with me. And it wasn't until several years later when one of my good friends was turning 30 and we were all spread out across the country and we're like, all right, we gotta figure out a way to do some kind of birthday card for yeah. them. And we we ended up putting together a website and each person recorded a video on YouTube and we upla- it was super janky and terrible. Yep. Uh, we're like, well, there's gotta be a better way. And that was sort of the genesis of Kudoboard. You know, it started as an online sort of replacement for the card that's passed around and signed. Yep. And it's you know primarily used in the workplace for things like birthdays, work anniversaries, get wells, farewells, really anything we want to bring a group together and celebrate an individual.
0: And uh you were founded when? In
2: two thousand fifteen. It's been it's been a road. Yeah, and you know, it, it started really as a side project. I had this thing I wanted to solve and I was like, well, you know, we'll see if we can turn this into something. I would imagine the pandemic was great for you because yeah, <laughs> You're replacing the
0: the card in the mailbox at the headquarters that yep. everyone signs at uh, you know, lunch hour with a digital version of that. Talk about the pandemic and the impact.
2: Yeah. No, it was, I mean, we had started to get enough traction where, you know, in the beginning it was part-time and then it was full-time and I got a couple of employees, but it was still super small. Yeah. And then the pandemic hit and went crazy and we grew 2,000%. <laughs> That's um, crazy. Which, yeah. you know, it's, it's partially, it's, it's low base. Yeah, we don't know where, we're, where <laughs> you're going base. from, but... Low well. base. But, um, you know, it's this thing that was already sort of awkward and cheesy, passing the card around. Yeah. And then add the pandemic in, and now now it's awkward and cheesy and impossible yep. to do. And so you come in with a solution that's easy, that's fun. You know, it's not just writing, but you can add pictures, videos, GIFs, you know, just make it fun. You know, just make it, like, light. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and convenient, right? Yeah, make it um, for
0: the kids. Exactly, for, the, for, the, kids for, can for can the kids. For the
2: kids. And you can you know, you can print it out as a book. Yep. You get like that physical version that some people like to have, particularly like retirements things like that.
0: I'm dating myself, but do you remember the SNL skit uh, Frank singing songs that the kids will enjoy yes. and it's Frank Sinatra? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Look it up on YouTube kids if you don't know what I'm talking about. So you're a bootstrap business. It looks like you haven't taken any money or any significant money. A little bit. So talk about that—the pros and cons. Yeah. A lot of companies out there bootstrapping. Give them some advice.
2: Yeah. You know, it was a—it was a road, and part of it was. I think in the beginning, I just didn't know—is this a venture scale business? And so I wanted, but I felt like I saw a path to bootstrap success. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> you know, I still remember like the nights in the. I don't know if you ever saw that show, Silicon Valley. Yeah. But yeah. I remember the night where I was like in the bathtub. Nothing's in the bathtub. Just laying there, like, what did I do?
0: Why did I get into this? This is terrible. Um, By the way, you're still married to the woman. I'm still you, okay. I'm still yeah, good.
2: Um, And she's been incredible. Um, but eventually, we sort of reached a point. We actually did raise a pretty large round of growth equity uh, about a year and a half ago. Now. but okay. we, kept it, we kept it pretty quiet. Um, not not secret. I mean, it's out there, but Can we, did, we didn't. Did you tell our
0: it. listeners the number?
2: We Actually, we don't uh, announce it publicly, but, but you know we, we play, play it close to the vest.
0: Um, Crunchbase doesn't know, and our crunch, listeners crunch don't base know. Crunchbase doesn't know, our listeners on. don't oh, know. Right.
2: We raised it from a firm who they really focus on, hey, we don't need to bet on 100 businesses so that one of them becomes Uber and the rest of them fail. Yeah, We want to have you know 25 businesses that we all believe can 3 to 5x, and that gets us to a great outcome. Um, and so it's just a different model. That, you know, you have to be profitable into a yeah. certain level of profitability for that to make sense and, and we were. But
0: I, I wish I would have had that advice at the roulette table the other <laughs> night because I bet it all on black hey, and lost. Now the roulette table, you got to go
2: for it, right? <laughs>
0: talk about the competitive landscape. I'm guessing a lot of our listeners won't know yeah. some of the competitors and the competitive landscape. So talk about that.
2: Yeah. So the primary competitor, they're actually at this conference as well. They're called group greeting. Clever. As you imagine, they do group greeting cards. Um, you know, And where you sort of have differentiated ourselves from them over time is you know, oftentimes people start with this card that, but and it's shaped like a board, you know, kudo board, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we've started to do a lot of, like, big company events and shout-outs and kind of moving the use case beyond just a card to more sort of engagement opportunities. So we have a lot of organizations, for instance, June, a lot of organizations use it for Pride Month and they'll invite their whole organization to say, hey, you know, how are you celebrating Pride Month or whatever? Any yeah. different month's different than, you know, Halloween, they'll do a Halloween costume contest and everyone can post their Halloween pictures and everyone votes on which one they like the best. So there's just these different ways to bring people together yeah. that expand the idea of like what a card can be. i um, sorry, I'm away from the microphone. That's okay. It happens all the time. No, no. happens all the time. I'm, we can't all I'm, be I'm professionals. A I'm a noob. Yeah, I'm, I'm figuring it out. <laughs> Talk about
0: pricing, because that's going to lead into my next question.
2: And I will be honest, I feel like we're still figuring it out a little bit. Okay. Um, Eight so, years on, we're know, still figuring know, out know, the pricing. So there's kind of two ways you can engage with the platform. Mm-hmm. You can pay for it one board at a time, just like you'd go into a store and buy a Hallmark card. It's pretty limited in terms of the features that you get, mm-hmm. but obviously the barrier to entry is super low. So we have, you know, thousands and thousands of people every day that are buying them individually. And then we have broader subscription options uh, for companies. And it, it ranges from, you know, organizations of a few hundred to, you know, we have several customers, 50,000 plus employees that are using it organization-wide. And they'll pay, you know, hey, you know, fifty to 55,000 employees. Yeah. This is the price. So tiered, essentially tiered pricing on the subscription side.
0: And what's the typical client look like? I'm guessing it's on the SMB side, but I could be totally wrong on no,
2: that. No, I mean... We have a lot of healthcare organizations. So one way that they use KudoBoard that's a little unique is that we have them set it up and then they can collect notes of appreciation from patients or stakeholders in the community. Okay. So you know one thing, a lot of like recognition or engagement solutions are very internal-focused only. Because KudoBoard is a lot more flexible, you can also collect notes externally, sort of yeah. out to in, which makes a difference. We work with a lot of large health systems. Um, and then we also work with a lot of tech companies, basically people who are kind of remote, so like Gusto, Asana, Folks like that no, um, no. that have it available across the organization.
0: Well, talk about the marketing because the the pricing is pretty pretty reasonable. I know. Um, <laughs> so I haven't seen you on the Super Bowl, uh, yeah. and I'm su- assuming I won't anytime soon. But talk about marketing. How do you get how do you guys get uh, recognized?
2: Yeah, and this is something that like everything it's evolving. But the way that we've grown primarily is based on sort of the, the natural viral mechanism of good boards. So like if I create one for you, let's say you know it's your birthday coming up, I create one for you and I invite. 25 colleagues to post mm-hmm. some percentage of those 25 colleagues eventually create their own and it goes on and on and on. And we have, you know, 10 million plus people registered on KudoBoard, but on any given month we have 4 million plus people using it. Okay. And so that's been a really nice, really low cost way. To spread it far and wide. Is it, is it like
0: Hotmail, where at the bottom at the it bottom says "powered by a kudos? Oh, we okay. haven't
2: we haven't done that, but I think it's just you use something. You're like, oh, that was cool. Maybe a six months later, but I come back and do it again. Okay. Um, so that's been our primary mechanism of trying to make that virality really smooth, really easy. And then what we find is over time, you know, we go to a company and we say, hey, you know, you already have fifteen thousand employees that are registered on Kudo board. Yep. Maybe rather than having them all buying individually and ten team plans over here and this, let's move to a single company-wide plan. And it is more expensive, but yep. you get your integrations, your single sign-on, all that stuff that companies Does plan. everyone get the GIFs? That's the, everyone important the thing. Everyone, everyone gets it, no everyone, matter what, you what the price get, point. What, that's you get, good. what you get at the larger companies is the ability to filter out GIFs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: not, <laughs> and definitely not the naughty ones, uh, the that, naughty ones. Uh, that I send.
2: No, it's true. We, we have a very specific talk track around like, hey, this is how we screen out yep. non-G rated GIFs from Jiffy uh, and all that's that kind awesome. of
0: stuff. So. That's awesome. What's the what's the global opportunity?
2: Yeah. I mean, right now we're about 70% of our revenue is in the U.S. Mm-hmm. 30% is is outside the U.S. and to be honest, where we're limited is, is we're primarily in English-speaking countries because the site is you know, in English. Yep. Um, and so I think like the next big step for us in terms of taking the product more global is going down the path of like translating it to you know, Spanish or German or French or all those sorts of things. It requires a level of ongoing maintenance that we're not ready to do quite yet, okay. uh, but it's an opportunity that we're going to take at some point.
1: Got it.
3: and wasted spending. And hello to optimized automated campaigns that produce qualified applicants. At Acquire ROI, we make job advertising easy. Visit us at acquireROI.com and start transforming your talent acquisition today.
0: So this is primarily a recruiting employment show. Yeah. Obviously, onboarding. Yep. Welcome to the company. Yeah. Uh makes a lot of sense to me. Talk about that piece. And then also how companies might look at creative ways totally. uh, to recruiting retention with the product.
2: Yep. Yeah. No great, great question. One of the use cases that we we push pretty hard, and we see people have a lot of success with, is to your point that onboarding one. And there's kind of two points at which it makes sense. So one is the point where someone gets an offer, and you say, hey, you know, congrats on your offer. You get everyone who's on the team who okay. interviewed them to say, you know, great to meet you. We're really excited. We hope you join. Yeah. And it goes out to them. And it's just. You know, you get obviously there's the hard parts of the offer. Like by that, I just mean like there's the salary, the you know the 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 concrete things. But then there's that softer thing that is trying to just give that little nudge. Um, So that's one point where it makes sense. And then the other point is at at onboarding. So you know you're collecting posts from the colleagues who are going to join. And then the day, you know, their first day on their job, mm-hmm. they come in and, you know, they get 25 emails on the different systems they need to sign yeah. up for. And this and then they get this really nice thing from their colleagues saying, hey, we're so excited you're here. Um, and, you know, some fun GIFs and all that kind of stuff. Sure. So what we have is a lot of large companies that have kind of built it in to their workflows. So it's like, hey, you know, here's our standard onboarding workflow. And step seven is create a Kudo board, invite the team yep. and, and schedule it for delivery. And, it, you know, it takes two minutes for someone to do. So it's a pretty low lift. Yep. Um, but it's just a nice thing to kind of separate. You know, you have someone with three offers and they're all great. Yeah. You're trying to give them that little
0: nudge. Yeah, yeah. And you have you have sort of a keepsake component where you can print out the, the board yeah. and frame it, etc. Talk about that a little bit.
2: Yeah, so you can print it either as a poster um, or as a, a book. Um, okay. And the book is actually quite a bit more popular than the poster, probably because the poster, the sizes can be kind of crazy just depending on the... Uh, Amount of content. But what we see is a lot of people for things like farewells, Mm -hmm. retirements, um, things where like they're getting people writing really nice, less Jeff's, but like really nice stuff. Um, And they want to save it. You know, sometimes they worked at a company 20, 30 years and they get these really nice notes and they get, you know, a book printed and shipped to them with all these notes after. And so we've had some companies you asked earlier about like creative ideas. We've had some companies who just recently we worked with one who had a a voluntary buyout where they, they said, Hey, if anyone wants to take this, they can. They had a, you know, decent number of people take it. Yeah. And they said, we're going to create a good award for every single one of those people. Everyone's going to sign it. And then we're going to ship them all a book Got at it. the end. And so it's just a nice way to like, give you something tangible to remember. Things Got
0: about. it. So not something for the exit interview that people are
2: using yeah. so much. No, not so much the exit <laughs> interview. The, the, the farewell use, it's funny because the farewell use case is actually one of the most powerful, yeah. like, cause you people, you know, it's like kind of, I only wish you had told me all these great things when I, when we were actually working yeah. together, but it's not the one we sell at the corporate level as much. Because it's not at that point, it's kind of beyond. Yeah. They're on their way out. They're focused more on, to your point, like the onboarding, the ongoing experience, sure. things like
0: that. Sure. Chat GPT, maybe you've heard of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, being once, able once to, or twice. to automate content and certainly the ability to write nice messages uh, is is now automated or, or AI powered. Yeah. Is that making its way into the product, or are you going to keep it kind of uh, human?
2: <laughs> yeah. It's we have discussed it. Um, and I think where we're leaning is offering a, you know, a chat GPT assisted mm-hmm. option for people who need a little inspiration. And that might look like, you know, hey, what tone do you want? Oh, funny or more serious or whatever else. Sure. And, you know, tell us something interesting about the person. You write a little thing and you, you kind of input some things. Yeah. And then it kind of helps you form it into something. We're experimenting with that. I don't think we ever want it to be where, hey, this is fully automated. You don't have to do anything. You just click a button and it does. Because at that point, what, what are you even doing? Sure. Right. Like, this is a product that's meant to like be authentic, bring uh-huh. people together. And, uh, you know, yeah, you could automate that. And, hey, you know, you could automate the sending, too. And you never have to even go in the product. It's just sending messages back and forth to itself. And yeah. it, you know, it gets kind of a little silly. So yeah. I think we're probably not going to get to the fully automated place. Yeah,
0: I wish, I wish some version of that would have existed for my yearbook signings because the number of people just said, to a cool dude, have a good <laughs> summer was, uh, was a bit repetitive. But
2: maybe a little illustration in there.
0: Yeah, so anything else future-wise, this product evolution? You mentioned chat GPT, you mentioned more uh, languages. Anything else that you're looking uh, in terms of evolution?
2: Yeah, so I mean, I think in the, in the near-term roadmap, one of the big things we're thinking about is just like, how do we make this more integrated and automated for our largest customers? And by automated, I don't mean the actual content. Yep. But like, hey, we want to make sure that every single one of our employees get this for their work anniversary. Well, to do that, we need to integrate with your HRIS system. We need to integrate with your, you know, if you use Teams, we need to integrate with Teams. And we have some of those integrations built, but getting them deeper um, and more powerful so that it works across the board for companies. It's big because it just drives a lot of engagement. It doesn't require, you know, what's really powerful is it starts with this bottoms up ad hoc use. But at a certain point, you want to have a solution that says, hey, and if you do want everyone to get this, we can do that. Sure. Um, so that's really where we're going sure. in the next year or two.
0: Integrations, while mm-hmm. a pain in mm-hmm. the ass, are a necessary evil they are. in this business. Aaron, for our listeners who want to find out more about the company or connect with you, where would you send them?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So they can go to kudobord, kudoboard.com uh, to sign up, and there's you know, a free trial. You can always just get started super easy. And if you want to reach me, Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at kudoboard.com.
0: Very cool. That is another one from the Aaron Booth at Sherm in Las Vegas in the can thanks aaron for joining us and we out
2: wow look at you you made it through an entire episode of the chat and Cheese podcast or maybe you cheated and fast forwarded to the end either way there's no doubt you wish you had that time back valuable time you could have used to buy a nutritious meal at taco bell enjoy a pour of your favorite whiskey